program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Hello. Hi. Hello there. Have you seen this shot this guy hit? I'm just looking at this. I don't know who it is. He's not a well-known golfer. Uh, at the 3M Classic, he hit a shot, and he had to go around a tree, and he basically broke his club on the shot and hit it within like five feet nice. of the hole. These guys are good. Really good. That was still one of the really neat campaigns that was done advertising-wise. Yeah. When they were hitting balls over houses and doing different things, and that's what it said. These guys are good. I, think, I don't yeah. know why they went away from that. Well, I think because they don't want the live guys to think they're good. Yeah, but that was a long time I ago, know. and they just stopped it. Billy Horschel was good today. He was. He shot, what, 66? 66, yeah. So good for him. Um, struggles in the majors, you know, but he, he made the cut at the U.S. Open. He didn't make the cut at the British. We did see, uh, or we did talk a little Justin Thomas yesterday. He is actually not in the top 75 right now. Yeah, I was going to look. Can you believe that in the FedEx Cup standings? I, I can believe it because I've looked at his scores. I yeah. mean, he's had two 80s in the last majors. So um, I wanted to go and look up what he did um, today. I don't know. So I'll, I'll do that. Well, there's how he gets started. Not intentional, but. Golf right there. This yeah. is uh, the tailgate. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley, Jose producing today. Certainly uh, want to have you a part of things like uh, yesterday, a good day yesterday. A lot of people chimed in on practice. Practice. Again, uh, open practice, not open practice. What do you prefer? I think certainly pros and cons for each of them. But when it's all said and done, like, uh, we understand why it is not open. And it is probably, at least in my mind, a, a good decision. Yeah, well, I mean, again, it, it, it comes back to the same thing. And I, I, I think, it, I think it's, it's possible. I, I, and, again, we got a call from Sean Kelly during the show, and he was t uh, talking about this on the air about how there's nowhere to put people. I mean, in the way that thing is set up now. And I, I do understand that. But um, there's a way. But, again, you couldn't just say, hey, Everybody can come to practice. You can't do that anymore. No. It's just not possible. Um, you know, my thing has always been, I, 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 it, practice is important to me. It's important for me to see because I can tell about whether players are actually good or not. And I remember the first time I watched, um, because the three guys were Fred Taylor, Ike Hilliard, and Riddell Anthony all came in together. And you're like, these are the guys, man. We're going to see how good they are. And I remember Fred Taylor, I, I, I told Carl Franks. <laughs> Carl Franks texted me the other day about something. 
Uh, I told him after the practice, I go, runs way too straight up and down. He goes, exactly. We're trying to get that out of him. And they struggled to get that out of him his first year. And they, they had the three-headed tailback, and it, went, uh, and it wasn't until his senior year that he kind of got where he could run with his pads low and stuff like that. But you see those things when you go to practice. On the other hand, you also see plays that you can't write about because and if you do, you're going to get in trouble. And uh, It's just hard with social media. I mean, even like we talked about yesterday, what if everybody said, hey, we want to go to practice so bad, we will leave our – it's not enough to put them in a bin. We would have to you, you have to leave them home, or leave them in your car. Mm-hmm. But even then, as soon as like it's like five minutes left, they blow that la- next to last horn. Somebody's gonna like walk out there, go on the thing. Guess who got hurt in practice today? It's gonna be on Twitter. It's gonna be on everything, and that's why coaches are paranoid about it. Should they be? Probably, um, but. It, it, I do think it does. I think it's more of a problem, or not, I don't want to say a problem. It's more detrimental to the media than it is to the fans. Because the media, we have to, and I always say this, I say it here and I said it to Robbie, you know, there's only news that come out of uh, fall camp is bad news, right? Mm-hmm. That's because whatever they're telling us, why are we supposed to believe it? Oh, man, let me tell you what, uh, Joe Smith has been unbelievable this this camp. Yeah, and then the, you watch the whole season. Nobody makes a catch. He didn't make a catch, you know, or something like that. That That's why you have to kind of go with what happens in games. And, again, this goes back to the same old thing we've been talking about. Nobody likes the Gators this year, right? You know why? They can only go by what they saw last year in games. Yeah, and they have a tough schedule and this it's, year. It's not as tough as I, I – I've, I've, I've calmed it down. Yeah, but And they have a quarterback that nobody seems to enjoy. So, there's they've ne- not seen him throw one pass to the Gators. I know. So yet they crucify the guy. Crucify him. It's the way it's working. Is that from Jesus Christ Superstar? I don't know. Never watched it. <laughs> you never saw it. Mm-mm. Oh man, I gotta I gotta work on you. You you have never seen my favorite musical or read my favorite book. Really? Probably haven't seen my favorite movie. What's that one? Well, depends on what. Well, you've seen Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. That's Goodfellas and Tombstone are my two favorites. Okay, but I, right up there is a local hero, which I know you've never seen. Mm-mm. Yeah, you and I have different tastes. It's all right. Everything is beautiful. Who sang that song? If you give me that one, I'll give you all the money on my in my right pocket. Bing Crosby. No. No. B. J. Thomas. Oh, I was. I got the B right. I played golf with him one time. Oh yeah, yeah, out at uh, Turkey Creek. He's got a good name. He does, and it did start sprinkling, mm-hmm. so I had to do it. And I go, and I, I, I feel like this is a cliche, but I got to say it. Raindrops are falling on my head. That they are. He never heard that before. No, I'm sure <laughs> he did not. All right. Well, a lot of uh, SEC media day talk last uh, week. Today, we're going to uh, switch it up as Joe Cowart is at ACC Media Days, or was. So we'll talk to him in about 20 minutes about the stupid Seminoles and the even stupider Hurricanes and maybe some other teams. I saw where Dabo was doing card tricks and wowing the people there for uh, for Clemson. So we'll see if they can get back to relevancy again. We'll talk about that. And, and I do want to talk about I'm not a big preseason poll guy at all. I 
really can't stand them, to be honest. And I don't like how they do it. I think you worry too much about them. No, I don't worry at all about them. Well, I just you, think you said you can't stand that. Means because you've given I think them thought. So many people put emphasis on them, where it doesn't really matter. But I guess it does indicate where people think of where they are. And in the Big Twelve, Texas is picked to win. But how about Kansas State is picked over Oklahoma by your? Former media experts. Well, they they did win the league last year. So, I know. I mean, and they've got some good players back. But uh, but when's the last time that that ever happened? That Oklahoma, when's the last time Florida was fifth? Yeah, in the East. And it's a different world we're living in now. Um, I think Oklahoma's going to be fine. I think they struggled a little bit last year. I watched their last game against FSU, and they they should have won the game and just had a couple turnovers. But they're 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 a good team. They'll they'll be fine. Um, I don't know how good Kansas State's going to be this year. They, I mean, they lost their best player. I know. So I, I think people again, when people are are making these picks, they tend to go with their last, lasting memory of a team, mm-hmm. not what they think they can do going forward. I was always a big believer, and I when I was an AP voter for I think four years, and um, I was a big believer of looking at the schedule, like. Okay, you have to. Jim Harbaugh is going to get suspended for the first four games. So right away you go look at those four games. They're not none of them are losable mm-hmm. games. So who? What does it matter? He'll probably if I was him, I'd say, you know what, guys, I'm going to Aruba. Come when I come back, if you're not four zero, I'm going to be really disappointed. <laughs> and then I'll start coaching you again. But it it's just um, which they have been picked in the Big Ten to just destroy Ohio State. Like, it wasn't even close. I thought that was a little surprising I, as I well. I, I think Ohio State's going to be really good this year. Again, they got a quarterback situation, you know. But, I mean, Michigan's not great because of their quarterback. Um, but they got 27 first-place votes. Ohio State only got eight. So, there's not a lot of people well, that... Well, here's my question to you. How many first-place votes do you think Alabama got in the West? Ten. No, I think it was 128, and LSU got like 116, yeah, something stupid. like that. I know. It, 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 big tw- ten media days is just a few guys getting together. That's all that is. Okay, I'm not worried about that. But and and I don't know if anybody has really dived into the difference in the divisions. Like we know that the SEC is pretty good. Obviously, Georgia and the East is now like the cream of the crop, but. The West, it's going to be a battle now with LSU's relevancy and all that. But if you look at the the divisions there in the Big Ten, you got Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State all on one side. Yeah, and then the stinking other side is Wisconsin, Iowa, and Minnesota. Well, that goes back to they didn't want to separate Michigan. They didn't want it to be Michigan, Ohio State every every year in the in the play, and that's why they put them together. And somehow Penn State got locked, lopped in there with them. But they, they did the opposite of what the ACC did, which assumed FSU and Miami would be, be playing every year. Every year. Yeah. And it's, I don't, it's never happened. I don't, has Miami even played? I don't no. think they have, yeah. So um, it, did, it coincided with Miami getting bad in football. Nothing, not that that bothers me in any way. It does not bother me. Nope. At all. All right. That's how we get started. 392-8255. If you want to chime in, again, Jose is here. He'll answer your phone calls today. 
We'll chat. We'll get after it here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Faith Duke. The Tampa Bay Rays matched up with in-state opponent the Miami Marlins earlier today. Unfortunately for the Rays, they fell to the Marlins 7-1. Starting pitcher Zach Eflin struggled on the mound today for the Rays, giving up five runs. Tampa Bay will be back in action on Friday against the Houston Astros. Former Gator Bobby Fink set a new American record earning the bronze medal for Team USA at the 2023 World Aquatics Championships. This new record breaks the record he previously set at the 2022 World Aquatic Championships. The U.S. Women's National Team are set to play in their second match at the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup against the Netherlands. The game is set to start tonight at 9 o'clock Eastern. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Faith. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh!, all the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Melvin Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout 
fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we're back here on the show. We've got about 10 minutes until we take our next break, and then we bring on uh, Joe Cowart from 1010XL, talk a little ACC. I did want to mention the uh, passing of Sinead O'Connor yesterday, which didn't happen until after we were off the air, but it it was kind of a weird feeling because – Obviously, very young at fifty-six, not not very old. Um, different, troubled soul, no doubt about that. But sang one of the greatest songs ever. That was p- written by Prince, of course. Mm-hmm. Nothing compares to you. When you first heard that voice, you went, "Holy! Cr- that is ridiculous! How good that is!" Of course, she did. She got into trouble with, I mean, because she said what she thought which you're not allowed to do in this world anymore. <laughs> but certainly when she tore up the picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live and said, fight the enemy, um, hey, look, that's the way she felt. Now, go try to find that because you can't find it. Um, there's a very few episodes that have been stopped, but there have been that never are in syndication. I, I know there was a Frank Zappa one that was just awful. There was uh, Louise Lasser, which I'm sure you don't know. She was Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. She was Mary Hartman. Uh, was actually in a couple other movies. She was in one with Woody Allen, but she was also in Mystery Men, which is, I love that movie. Have you ever seen that movie? No. You don't watch movies. You don't watch movies, read, or watch TV. Other than that, you're great. I'm renovating. Um, anyway... Uh, yeah, there are a few, and one of them was um, uh, Elvis Costello was playing on on Saturday Night Live, and he was supposed to do this song, and he wanted to do Radio Radio, and they wouldn't let him do it. Radio Radio is all about how corrupt radio is, right? And so he basically started his song and then went, no, 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 forget it, Radio Radio. And they went into Radio Radio because it's live TV, and they yeah. did the whole song. But you can't find it anymore. It's gone. So they get rid of some of those things. And one of them was Sinead O'Connor doing that, and that was a little much. But Interesting. She was uh, – it made me sad to think about her, you know, and the life she led. So you can't even find it, like, on YouTube or somebody had a clip or something? Not that I know of. Huh. I think they destroyed them. I think they dissolved them with acid. A race from existence. Yep. Lauren Michaels doesn't like bad shows, and there were some bad ones. The, the Frank Zappa one was awful. I remember seeing it live. 
He just it didn't it wasn't he was the wrong guy. It's like the one they did recently with Elon Musk. OMG, was that bad? Really? And they should totally dissolve that with acid. It was just he's not shouldn't be on TV doing. He's not an actor. He's not a comedian. He's not funny. He's not interesting. He's not entertaining. He's rich. <laughs> he's got an X marks a spot going for him, but has that been changed yet? Yeah, X. Now they're supposed to be called Xeets, not really? tweets. Xeets. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I call them tweets. Are we still? It's still restricted though to like six hundred reads or three hundred or something. I don't know. I I I look at there are a lot of Cheech and Chong sightings. Oh my gosh, we get it. Gummies are good. <laughs> okay, we all understand that. You, nobody's changing. You're not changing anybody's mind by saying, "Hey, I'm, I would love it when people start um, sending their uh, orders in for those gummies that they can get in the mail." Which I don't think you can do. Okay, <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. But maybe it is. So was that a big? deal like back in the day Cheech and Chong oh yeah and they were when just I like was stoners in, is that what it was well you had to get the album uh, but the albums at the time when I was I think the end of my high school beginning of college is when it Cheech and Chong was big and the big one that they put out was called Big Bamboo was the name of the album and it actually came with this giant rolling paper really yes um, so they weren't trying to hide anything and it's some of the best comedy I've ever heard in my life. Who's there? Dave. Dave's not here. Sister Mary Elephant? Come on, man. Cheech and Chong. They were the best. Okay. The movies... I just know Cheech from being Roy McAvoy's cat. Yeah, he was. He's been in a lot of movies. Uh, the movies were... Um, they did about four or five movies. Some of them were... Corsican Brothers was terrible. Uh, Up in Smoke, shockingly. Trying to think of the other ones they did. Uh, Nice Dreams. I watched them all. None of them were overwhelmingly good. The albums were good. This was a day, this is hard for some of you millennials to believe, but you would have people over to your house, put a Richard Pryor or a Cheech and Chong album on, your record player mm-hmm. and play it and everybody would sit around and laugh and laugh and laugh. Really? Yes. It, so it's it, like the old school parties. Yeah, and then you throw all throw your keys into a bowl and fish them out and whoever. No, I, that never happened to me. <laughs> but no, it was yeah, the old school parties. I remember bringing uh, all these people over to my house to play Richard Pryor um and it was the funniest album of all time. I mean, it was but you played the album, and and then at some point you went over and picked it up and turned it over and put the put the needle back on and played it again. Played the second side. Yeah. Interesting. That water deep too. <laughs> that was a oh, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor's on my Mount Rushmore. Really? For comedy, yeah. Seinfeld, Pryor, Carlin. Fourth one is kind of depends on my mood. It might be Robin Williams. Sometimes it's Bill Burr. I okay. love Bill Burr. This is trying to. I'm trying to modernize things for you. Yeah. Who? I, I know all those you're talking about. Okay. So Seinfeld's modern. That was my college days. Yeah. He's kind of old now. Yeah. He's like my age. I think. I think he's a year younger than me, or two years younger than me. 
Like he and Howard Stern, Howard Stern's my age, maybe a year, maybe like a half a year older. Wow, he's that old? Yeah. Crazy. That's why he's so, um, what do you call it, phobic. Yeah. You know, where he just, he won't go out. He won't go out of his house. Well, this guy gets out all over the place, and then he's going to uh, join us here in a few minutes. Joe Cowart at uh, ACC Media Days, of course, from uh, 1010XL. We'll have him on here to chat about. I want to talk conference. about Clemson more than anybody, yeah. to be honest with you. That's See if the they team can get I relevant yeah. again. Are they, are they back? Are they fading away? We shall see. All right, be it back with Joe right after this here on the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 0430. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. 
from the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Rounds of downpours will continue working their way inland from the Atlantic coast. Locally, heavy rain rates will be possible at times. And in those spots that get several rounds of showers, localized flooding will be possible. Otherwise, partly to mostly cloudy skies for the rest of our area. Overnight lows dipping into the mid-70s. Tomorrow, cloudy skies, highs near 90 with rounds of storms again. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. With the dog days of summer coming to an end, we want to send you out in style with a trip to the trunk. The race hosts the Cleveland Guardians on Saturday, August 12th. And we're going to hook you up with four tickets to the game and a hotel stay in Tampa. And when you get back to Gainesville, how about a $50 gift card to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill? Along with an autographed visor courtesy of the HBC. To register, log on to WRUF.com and click on Contests. There, you'll find the Race Summer Showcase. Just fill out the form and you'll be in the running to win. And we thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Your home for race baseball. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. That's another group you're not that aware of, Jeff. Yes? Heard of them. Okay. I, they, the good answer would have been no. I love you. I'm a big yes guy. All right. Let's go uh, to our Titan MRI hotline and bring in the great Joe Cowart. He is, uh, of course, from 1010XL. You guys listen to him up in Jacksonville all the time. He also is my brother's favorite golf partner, but that, uh, that's not why we're having him on. He was at ACC Media Day, so we want to get a perspective on what happened up in Charlotte. Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, maybe favorite golf partner or happy hour mate. Uh, <laughs> one of the two. That'll work. Uh, that's, for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. But doing good up here in Charlotte. Uh, it's been a, a busy three days. They used to do it uh, Atlantic Division and Coastal Division. They did it in two days, and it was a marathon. So they, they at least spread it out over three days because the divisions that we once knew as Atlantic and Co- Coastal are officially dead. Yeah, so are they done with it now? They, they, they're they not doing the divisions this year, right? Right, it's gone. So they, it, it's, I guess they're maybe planning for the future uh, because they came up with a three three five model and they'll have, you know, co- uh, consistent opponents that, that they will schedule every year and then they'll rotate the others. But basically it's the two best records in the ACC will play right here in Charlotte for the ACC championship game. You know, I like it. But I also go back to, you know, what you and Jeff and me and we all grew up on, you know, that, that Roy Kramer model, which was the West and the East. And you go to Atlanta and you play for the championship. And, and I got a feeling, you know, the closer and closer, you know, we get to that college football playoff 12 teams that, you know, our divisions are probably going to die in the SEC. And, and it's obvious that, oh, that the ACC is going yeah. them all. They're definitely yeah, they're gone, gone at yeah. next year. So uh, this is our last year of divisions and um, – I, I do prefer the divisions, but I also understand 
how everybody's looking at things. You want the two best teams playing, and I, I get that. But I, I, I mean, the bottom line is somebody's going to be picked 16th. Somebody's going to finish 16th, and that's never fun. You'd still rather finish 8th and 16th. But uh, I want to ask you, before we get to FSU and Miami, uh, I want to ask you about Clemson and what the vibe was up there, whether Clemson can come back from – and in their – version of obscurity you're just going to near six bowl games mm-hmm. you know it's funny i go back to steve spur when he said uh, he's walking off the orange bowl field and he said you know damn 10 and 2 sec champions ain't good enough and sec fans or florida fans weren't happy with just a win in a big bowl game they wanted more well clemson probably going through a little bit of the same thing but it's a lesser conference. It's not as big winning the ACC as, as it is the SEC. So they got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. They did win 11 football games. They did win the conference. But then they also got trounced in the bowl game, and they don't like that feeling. And so Clemson right now is feeling like they're a little disrespected. They're a little forgotten. There's been a lot of hype that's been thrown FSU's way. We talked to Kate Klubnick, uh, their quarterback, that's about to take over the reins full-time up there and and I mean just a big smile across his face he's like oh yeah we're very aware so Clemson wants to get back they had a five-year run where they made it into the college football playoff every single year and then they've been missing in action the last couple of years so uh, I think they you know they got the proverbial chip on their shoulder yeah and the the Klubnik thing is is really interesting because obviously he got DJ out of there and transfers and was pretty good, but then was awful against Tennessee and looked like he couldn't do anything in the bowl game. So is he the guy that, that's the answer, you think, to, uh, to get him back? Yeah, dude, he has two touchdowns and three picks. When I asked him about <laughs> that bowl game, you could just see that nasty look on his yeah. face. And, you know, he, he's like, he goes, let me just tell you something. He said, it happened. I don't. Uh, I own it. I don't want to own it, and I'm not going to let that be the, the way people think of me. And he said it was, it was fuel through the offseason for him. It forced him to pick up, you know, basically take take stock of himself. Who am I? What am I going to be? Had to take over a leadership role. You know, for his part in this, you know, DJ also was, you know, a bit of a fail. You know, he shoved sure. off and went to the West Coast and just did not get it done. And so I like what I see from Klubnik. I think smart, big army, all that stuff. But he obviously has to step in there. Here's the other part of this. Garrett Riley. They went and got the offensive coordinator to come in, and both sides of that equation, quarterback and and OC are just fired up uh, to get it going. So I think we'll see a much better product. They got a lot of players on that side of the football to go get it done. Yeah, Garrett Riley was a great play caller at TCU, obviously, and um, I think he'll do a great job there. Let's let's move to uh, Miami, Jeff's favorite team. Hate them. Yeah, uh, I know you do, but uh, <laughs> Miami. Uh, obviously, nobody thought five and seven lost to Middle Tennessee was coming. Uh, they've done good in recruiting, but they've lost a lot of the, those battles as well. Um, I, I know this is going to be a pound and ground team uh, because Cristobal wants that, but uh, I think a lot of it has to do with whether Tyler Van Dyke's any good or not. And last year I thought he was going to be great because I'd seen him at the end of the year, and I said, man, this guy's going to light it up. I said that on the radio here, and Jeff made fun of me all year because he stunk. So uh, <laughs> what do you think about this year? You know, I, I agree with you because I kind of liked what I saw two years ago. And then, you know, you don't know exactly what goes through these guys' brains. Uh, when the NIL popped up, he's rolling around a brand new Beamer. Things are good. He's ready to rock and roll. Mario's going to come back and restore, uh, you know, the, the U. And it just completely fell apart. He got injured. A lot of other guys got injured. 
the the Josh Gaddis uh, era of Kane's <laughs> offense was one and done, and so he's out. Both coordinators are out, and so now they feel like uh, they have you know kind of that new lease on life. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke, I think we talked to him on Tuesday. He said he's healthy, he's ready to go. He thinks he's got a you know a battery of guys uh, that will run it, like you're saying, Pat, because they flat out will try you know and and, and kind of own that SEC model in the ACC if they can, which is be physical up front, lines of scrimmage, win, win, win there, and, and then, you know, kind of grind out some victories. But, you know, it was embarrassing last year what they were trying to do offensively. So new offense, and Tyler Van Dyke seems like he's, you know, fired up, poised, and he says he's, you know, feeling great and ready to roll. We're talking with Joe Cowart here on the tailgate, and obviously uh... – Joe, it, it does seem like Florida State and, and Clemson will be those two, and that's what everybody's talking about. But uh, other teams. That, that feels, though, I, I'm just going to say, that feels like a playoff game almost. Yeah, no, I mean, you, and it's regular season, and then the year, yeah. play again. Whoever wins it just gets it. I mean, they're going to play again each other in the championship game. We'll see. Or if it's not, I guess, Joe, that's the question. Who is it? I know Jeff Brom comes in. Louisville's legit. North Carolina played for the championship last year. You know what? Wake was there a couple of years ago. And and I saw that thing, and I I mean this seems a little far fetched, but I, I know you put out there that guys were offered like five hundred k to go somewhere else, but decided to stay at Wake. I mean this ain't the baseball team. I mean what the heck's going on there? Yeah, that kind of blew my mind. I like <laughs> I looked up and I didn't have the rewind button uh, like I would normally <laughs> have at home, and I'm like, did I just hear what he just said? And uh, you know I jotted it down, and and I'm you know I'm certain he said it. And I'm thinking to myself exactly what you guys are thinking. You can't tell me there's a half mil floating around for a player at Wake. Now, that might have been Sam Hartman. It easily could have been. Sure. But he said but, – but the way he phrased it was that he said there were guys there that were offered between 150 and 500000 that chose to stay. Now, those are his words. Uh, but I finally – I believe this is the first time I've heard actual numbers that have been thrown out and – uh, you know, and, and the, he, he made another great point. He said the two guys that left, Sam Hartman being the biggest star going to Notre Dame, he said they gave Wake Forest five years. Five years. Yeah. He said, so I got no problem with it. We wish him well, you know, all of that. So Sam Hartman's going to be great up there at Notre Dame. But, you know, back to the original question as far as who else can get it done, I love what Jeff Brom represents coming back to Louisville. He took Purdue to the championship game up there. Then he, you know, got a chance to come back home. He's a Louisville guy, so – uh, don't blame him. He definitely has some guys that, that, that Satterfield had rolling there, so they'll be good. I think North Carolina definitely has a chance to be back there uh, because Drake May is a superstar. I mean a superstar and slick. Uh, and He was another guy that could have left and ultimately stayed, so who knows how much he was offered. Uh, but he, the number he put up last year, over 5,000 yards of offense. Hmm. The only other cats running around in our college football world that did that, Deshaun Watson, RG3, Kyler Murray, and Johnny Manziel. I mean, that is some sensational stuff. So, uh, North Carolina, if they can, if they can you know, shore up their defense, they definitely have a chance maybe to make some noise. Which they kind of did at the end of the year. It's almost like a former Gator walk-on, Gene Chizik, um, did not uh, – just it took him like six games or seven games to get back into being a coach. Um, yeah, which was yeah. weird. It was a weird tire in the first place, and then it took them. All, and then I was like making fun of them, and then all of a sudden they got better defensively at the, uh, down the stretch. And but they were nine and one to start, 
but they did they did perform better on the defensive side. They just kind of lost their way, you know, with injuries and whatnot. And and so yeah, they're they're a little ticked off about how things ended. And one of their Tariel dudes was 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 raving on Gene Chizik. So we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, well, let's talk about Florida State. We don't like to, but we will. Um, obviously, <laughs> over here in Gainesville, but obviously they. He's put together. He's built this program up, and we we've talked to again a lot of Gator fans. You need, this is what you need to do with Napier. You need to give him four years to build that roster. It took him a long time to do it, and uh, it, I I mean it may be at the level where they could be in a, in a playoff, um, but it's those first four games. I mean you got Clemson and and LSU. You could easily be two and two. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't know whether they want to see Clemson early or late. Matt Hayes and I go back and forth on this trying to figure out whether because we don't know exactly how quickly Clemson's going to click again. We know that Florida State should be clicking right out of the gate. They are deep. They return the most players in the country uh, among Power 5 schools. They bring in Keon Coleman, one of their big-time transfers, uh, that comes in and will just pair up with Johnny Wilson and they will have two big threats in the receiving game. Jordan Travis, when he walked up to our table, he looked bigger. He told us he's gained 15 pounds. And so he's a guy that wants to be more physical. They're going to run him. They're going to throw it. And he's got a bunch of backs, a bunch of receivers. That line is, uh, I think they might have gotten two or three out of the portal. So they feel good about that. And then you go to the other side. You got Jared Burris. You got uh, Kalen Deloach. You got a handful of other guys. I mean, they are deep uh and i they have to split the clemson lsu games that you talked about they've got to split them Mm -hmm. and then they got to beat everybody else uh and that includes obviously the state rival in gainesville but that's the only way they're going to get in that college football playoff conversation yeah and i think you guys would agree with this lsu loses that game they still can find their way to the college football playoff fsu loses that game they may not yeah, and, and Joe, I guess that's my question. So if that happens, is it a letdown because of everything that, that's expected? Or do you think because it's been so bad for a while, can people view this maybe another step towards being a contender again and, and getting back to relevancy? Yeah, it just depends on whether you're one of those over-the-top fans or when you're one of yeah. those reasonable fans. You know, because like even the, the way the model was built by Norvell comes through the pandemic has a little bit of a, a wake of controversy as soon as he got there uh, with some of his players, the way he communicated, all that stuff. And, and everything. He, he ironed all that out. He won them over. He ran off the, the, the bad guys in the locker room. And then he just attacked the portal. And, and so now he does have legit players. So the, the, you know, the, the, the one thing that was going on today was that Clemson basically saying, hey, we love all this talk about FSU. Keep talking <laughs> about FSU. Keep doing it. And so FSU is feeling like they got a chance to step up and take a big swing. But I would say it would not be a complete fail, but they do need to get to that championship game. They do need to play that team straight up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who knows? They lose in the regular season. They beat them in the championship game. Certainly possible. Last thing for you, Joe, we appreciate you taking the time uh, and giving us uh, the view up there. I'm curious what it was in Charlotte when this news about Colorado came down because everybody it's almost like everybody immediately turns to the ACC commissioner and goes, oh, where are you going with it? What's going on now with you guys? Because 
obviously there's uh, Colorado expected to join the Big 12. There's talk that this may be the, a domino that just just keeps tumbling and we don't know where everybody's going. What was the, what was the take up there? You know, it's funny because it's, it's been hashed out a number of different ways, and it's almost like these people up here are exhausted over the talk of it <laughs> because of the grant, grant. I'm telling you, the grant of rights, Pat, did you ever think we would talk about the grant of rights uh, more than we have the last couple of off-seasons? I've learned more about the grant of rights than I ne- ever thought I would need to. And so the ACC has kind of like gone through the fatigue of we can't do anything about it. We can't get out of our contract. There was this thing, this movement in the spring uh, that Brett McMurphy named in the, the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Those schools that felt like they, you know, wanted to get out and or or be compensated more than the others. Well, that's all quieted down. There's all this solidarity now because they got to show unification, and and so it was quieter on that front than I thought it would be. And of course, Jim Phillips was quiet when it came to Northwestern questions. Yeah, uh, and so right. you know that that was all just hanging out there. But they know that they've got to be unified, keep everything together, because I think we are headed to a power four instead of a power five. And Matt mentioned, Matt Hayes on our show mentioned UConn to the Big 12 as an interesting possibility because their commissioner believes basketball, like you've got to get units of money and that UConn would be a big get for the basketball side, obviously bringing Colorado back to the Big 12, so that, yeah, you're right, there's still a few more dominoes that are going to fall. Who knows exactly, Utah, Arizona, whoever else it might be. Yeah, there's a lot of talk that um, the Pac-12 is just going to dissolve, and schools like Washington State and Oregon State are going to go, where are we going? Nobody nobody wants us. So that would be, I mean, Oregon State's put together, I mean, we saw it firsthand last year, obviously. (laughs) They put together a really good program, but, hey, they may be playing as an independent in a couple of years. We'll have to see. Joe, always great talking to you. Uh, keep everybody straight when you get back to uh, Jacksonville. And um, great to talk to you about ACC Media Days. All right, fellas. Anytime. Uh, uh, Cold one next time we gather will be on me. Sounds good. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. All right, Joe Cowart joining us on the Titan MRI Hotline. We'll take a break, come back, finish up hour number one right after this. Good afternoon, I'm Bennett Solomon. In the NFL, training camps continue throughout the week. All three Florida teams are preparing for the upcoming season with multiple storylines involving the teams. The Jaguars, Buccaneers, and Dolphins will all look to return to the NFL playoffs, and former Gator Kyle Trask will be up for the starting job with the Bucks. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays and Miami Marlins have off days after splitting their midweek two-game series. Both teams will be back in action tomorrow. The Rays will hit the road to take on the Houston Astros with first pitch set for 8-10. Marlins will head back home to begin a three-game series with the Detroit Tigers. And in basketball, former Gator basketball player Alex Fudge signed a two-way contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. Fudge joins Colin Cathiston on the Lakers squad after successful summer league performances. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. 
It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Get ready for some serious price relief from International Diamond Center. Starting August 1st, IDC's Summer of Savings event is back with two amazing offers. First, you can get 20% off all wedding bands. Yes, save 20% off every stunning wedding band. Thousands to choose from, all top designers included. Or for everything else at IDC, you can choose offer number two. Three years, zero interest finance and IDC will cover your first two payments. That's right, you can get a beautiful engagement ring, bracelet, or pendant. Spread your payments over 36 months, and IDC will even cover your first two payments. Earrings, anniversary bands, even certified diamonds. At International Diamond Center, we know these days you want and deserve the best possible value. So we're rolling back both prices and finance rates. So come see us in August and get an extraordinary 20% off the top savings on all wedding bands. Or buy anything else and get three years zero interest finance and let us even take care of the first two payments. Get ready. Ready to say at International Diamond Center Summer of Savings event starting August 1st at Celebration Point. Unapproved credits on product restrictions apply. Ah, the good life. You deserve it. The pros at Electronics World can help you enjoy the good life at home in comfort with premium video and audio components from the best in the business. Sony, Yamaha, Marantz, Bryston, Rotel, Bowers & Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Whether it's a two-channel stereo system, outdoor entertainment, or a home theater room with surround sound. EW has what you need to enjoy the good life. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, wrapping up the first hour. Tools and Dozo here with you. Let's jump right to the phones and get Woody to finish it up. What up, Woody? Hey, guys. So um, I, with all this uh, conference realignment going on, I was wondering I, – I, I got bored today and started looking up uh, distances between schools. And, and, and I, I started with the SEC because you, you hear about the end of the regional conferences. But I think the SEC is still pretty regional. Um, by adding Texas and Oklahoma, we and, – and this is all as the, as the bird flies, if you will – 
our average distance between schools went from 418 to 455. So not too bad. Yeah. Because the the Big Ten was at 449 before adding USC and UCLA. Now the average jumps to 774. But anyway, I I, I feel like the SEC. I don't know if the SEC will expand any further. Um, I think it's probably a good footprint right now. Still pretty regional. I don't I, I don't know that I can say that for any other of the conferences, but. Just thought it was interesting. One of the things um, that – do you guys know the closest two schools in the SEC? Uh, Auburn, Alabama? I would go Auburn, Georgia maybe. It's actually Alabama and Mississippi State are 74. Oh, that's apart. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. I, if, if you have time, I, I'd, I'd love to quiz you on, like, the closest school for each of the SEC schools. But I, don't well, know I know Florida's is Auburn. Yeah. 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 You know Georgia? Georgia, South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. Yep, South Carolina. Um, let's. Um, any others that you want to you want to uh, do? What, what is Kentucky, Knoxville, right? Kentucky's probably I, Tennessee. Yeah. Kentucky is Tennessee. Yeah. Yep. Tennessee. What about Tennessee? Tennessee would be is Vandy. Vandy. Right? Actually, Tennessee is Georgia. Really? Uh, yeah, it's just, just straight up. How about yeah, Mississippi yeah, and Mississippi State? So let's see. Let's um, let's finish out the East. So Missouri. I don't think it's close to anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Actually, it's one of the fir- actually, Florida's further. The average distance for Florida is further than the average distance for Missouri. I saw something somebody put on Twitter. I think it was or X. I guess I should say um, that it had the distance between for Florida's games this year. And Georgia's on the road, and it was like eight billion miles, like the distance to the sun for Florida, and it was like to uh, to you know Atlanta for Georgia. Well, but but Woody, I, I think you know what, and I, obviously I know it because it's it's baseball. So I usually drive to the SEC tournament, which is Hoover. So it's it's a pretty good way. It's yeah. about seven eight hours. Seven. All of the other broadcasters all drive, and then they get home in like two and three hours. Yeah. So right there in in the middle of Alabama, it's all central yeah. for for everybody else, and we're we're really far. Um, we obviously, are. but that's a, the thing, A&M's right? really far in Arkansas and Missouri, yeah. but everybody else can drive yeah. it within a Oklahoma. couple hours. Now it's going to be so there's only Texas. there's only there's only three schools that are further have an average distance further than Florida. And that's, that's the Texas, Texas A&M and Oklahoma. Yeah. Do you think yeah, there's you any know, way now that, um, with the, with these schools coming in, I mean, you're already seeing the sec media days move out there to Texas. Do you think there's any way they'd move the sec baseball tournament out of Hoover? Doubt it. They, they, they're like Jacksonville with the Florida Georgia game. They'll yeah. do whatever you want to keep it there. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, yeah. So Alabama ha- is is pretty much central. Mm-hmm. The only you want to guess the one school that has a has a shorter average distance to the other SEC schools that would be kind of the center of the SEC now. Auburn or Ole Miss? Me a little bit. It's actually Mississippi State. The average distance is huh. three hundred and twenty six miles. Yeah. So like if you were if you were to say what's the center of the SEC now, it, it's actually Mississippi State followed by. Uh, I'm Alabama. not sure I want to live in this conference anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but but it makes sense that Hoover would be the center. I, I, sure. I, I didn't look at I didn't look at the you know what was, I, I think Alabama probably was the center before average uh, adding Texas and Oklahoma. Well, um, well let me tell you what. It. One reason I am no longer working for a newspaper is because of a night I spent in Mississippi 
at Mississippi State where I was at a parking lot at a day's end at four in the morning because that's the only only flight we could catch. And I I literally stood there and went, "What are you doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> we got we get we got to retire." And then they offered me a great buyout, and I went, "Yeah, I'll yeah. take it." Thank so you. so real quick, Woody, I, we only got a minute left. With, so LSU is, is A and M the closest to them? Uh, LSU is, is Arkansas. Oh, okay. Arkansas is two hundred and twenty mi- twenty one miles. Yeah. Oh, that's actually closer than A uh, and M. Interesting. Yeah. And then uh, Missouri, Missouri is Arkansas, right? Actually, Missouri is Mississippi, so Ole Miss is closer. Arkansas is, uh, is 20 miles further, so 352 okay. to 374. Um, let's see. Let's, what else would be interesting? So uh, we already talked about Alabama that is only 74 miles from Mississippi State, which surprised me. That, that's the closest between any of the two. And what, what's, the two what's the furthest for anybody? For anybody would be – be- a and M to Carolina or something like that. I thought there was Might one that's a thousand. Game. So South Carolina to Texas is a is a thousand yeah, so. mile, one thousand nine miles. Well, that's the well, only one over a thousand. Right, now Woody, the Texas is in it. Good stuff, Woody. Appreciate yeah, it. Got to get out of here for the top of the hour, and uh, we appreciate your call. Uh, we'll get some more phone calls, and we'll talk about some other stuff, including this Colorado move after the break here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Chronic joint pain has a snowball effect. It's not just the pain. What that did is just make me depressed that I couldn't get back into the gym. And I was inactive, gaining weight. I had to find another alternative. And for Chad, that alternative was QC Kinetics and the non-surgical natural biologic treatments that can give lasting relief to aching hips, shoulders, knees, and backs. Once they explained it, it made sense. Putting what we have inside our body back into us in a certain strategic way to heal up in a natural process was fantastic. QC Kinetics treatments take place right in the office. No downtime, no surgery. And as for the outcome? I'm just back to bouncing around, having fun, doing my work, living pain-free. Don't let chronic joint pain rob you of your quality of life. Discover advanced regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. Call now to learn more. It's a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. 
Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255 you know if i'm saying something to you i don't say to you i'm gonna say something to you and then say it i just say it or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at jeff cardoza uf and at pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat All right, we are back for the second hour, brought to you as always by the great folks at Melvin Law. They won't back down. I did want to get into my discussion with uh, Scott Strickland a little bit today on my podcast, although I don't want to pee all over my podcast. So, But I will tell you, the one thing that I thought was really interesting, because I, I asked this question because many of you have asked this question of, of us here on the show. Why not just blow it up and, and build a new stadium? Why, or why not build the stadium over at the golf course and, and sell that or whatever? And uh, so I did ask that question of Scott. And again, he, he wants the stadium to stay where it is, and that's good. I, I do too. I believe it should be right where it is. It's in the middle of campus. You don't need to move the, this stadium. The baseball stadium... Yeah, that needed to it, be moved. Yeah, but I mean... To do something different. Yeah, to do something different. But um, football needs to stay right where it is. But um, he said that if it was... Okay, so it's going to cost $400 million. And like he said, we don't know if it's going to cost 400 We think it's going to cost $400 million. It may cost $500 million. I mean, you don't know when you go into a project and you got to see what the, everybody... Because they still haven't picked a... Uh, architect. Architect. But he said if they built a... Brand new stadium. Let's say they build it at the golf course. It would cost one point four billion. So, I can understand where you why you're going in that direction. And I, it's I, pricing. He he had. There's some other great points that he talked about at length on this. So you make sure you check out podcasts. Another duly noted podcast. 
presented by Titan MRI from the Melvin Law Gator Studios, although it was from my house today. I'm doing it from my house on Thursdays. Nice. Do you I got like a cool it. backdrop? No, not really. I, I I did take a sign and a golf stuff. It's I got to I got to get it better. My wife walked in and tried to make it better, but it was she couldn't do it. I got a uh, I could sign an eight by ten of me in a speedo, and you could put that back there. Might attract some. People. I already have one of those. We use it to keep the roaches out. <laughs> it might attract a few people. You just might. I don't think so. Well, let me ask you though about Colorado and going to the Big Twelve, and whether this does start a ripple effect. I mean, I've seen things where they say the Big Twelve's not even close to done. They're going to keep going after those teams. From the Pac-12, there's been talk of a Pac-12 ACC merger, yeah. where you get some of the teams co- go over and it strengthens the ACC. Um, there's a chance that Oregon State and Washington State will be just left out, you know, being independent. I, I, it's like just when you thought, okay, we now we kind of know what, how things are going to be next year. We know that. USC and UCLA are moving over to the Big Ten. We know that Oklahoma and Texas are coming here. Okay, let's just settle in and then... Well, the, okay, so then who who's left in the Pac-12? What is the... Who who has the sexiest appeal to move? Utah it, has it. I think Utah because... Not only because of what they've been able to do in football, but um, because... Uh, I mean, Salt Lake City is a pretty big TV market. Um, I don't. I I don't know. They they talk about the corner states, uh, corner programs that are like on the corners of the states. I guess um, Arizona and Arizona State come up. Well, I I think, and I think that's that's my question. Wouldn't Arizona State be like the sexiest team left, most attractive for? You're not far from Phoenix. Phoenix area, yeah. like all that stuff, everything that it can provide. I just, I would assume that they would be that first pick. If I, I would ra- rather it be that than Colorado. If I'm that, well, that's looking the thing. for a team. When I but s- is the Dion appeal that much? Well, to- when I saw that Colorado, this was going on yesterday when it was right after our show, and the story kind of broke. Yeah, and I was like. You guys aren't banking on Dion, are you? Because he ain't gonna be there in four years. That's okay, I mean, he he's either gonna be fired in disgrace, mm-hmm. or be at an NFL team or a bigger college team than Colorado. And I'm sorry, Colorado in the Big Twelve is still not as big as say if Nick Saban left. I'm not saying they would hire him, but there are bigger bigger jobs, and he'll be at one of them somewhere. You know. Yeah, I I agree, and but I mean Arizona State sucked in football last year. They sucked for a long time, but they still have at least. Or or is it Stanford? Like here's the well, Stanford wins everything. But here's the bottom line: they don't care about any of that. It all depends on what the networks are willing to pay more for. Yeah, because if you're not paying more, you're not adding to your the value of your conference. If you're not getting, this is why. There's an eight-game schedule this year mm-hmm. for the or next year for the SEC. They they couldn't get more money out of ESPN because ESPN's laying off everybody and their brother and Susie Colber. Uh, so, uh, in fact, they had some more layoffs I think recently uh, that of lower-level guys that we didn't we don't. Joe Namath wants to keep her. Joe does. Um, I always liked her, but I mean, it wasn't. I didn't think she added that much. 
personally. And she added something, but it wasn't like at some point it does. I, I just didn't think she gave you like insight or anything like that. Like our next caller does. Let's uh, jump out to the phones and get PG. PG, what's up? What's up, guys? Um, slow, man. Until the students get back, I'm not. I'm not hating that at work. So I can. You got. You got. No, the, you got the sniffles. You all right? <laughs> I'm just like I don't know. A lot of people on vacation. It's actually. Um, we've been on vacation, Jeff. I mean, we've been running around like crazy. So I'm like actually enjoying this. Yeah. Before it gets before it gets crazier. But um, you guys are bringing up some really good topics, man. So, uh, you know, it's all about it, TV markets. I mean, that's why Missouri's in the SEC. I mean, that is like I thought about going there, and then I looked, and I'm like, wow, Kentucky's there. And then and then Missouri's, like, up there. <laughs> and, and, like, what do they really bring? Like, I mean, yeah, big-time school. I mean, you know what I mean? They're pretty good at basketball. You know, but you know what it was about. And yep. uh, my – my question is, and Pat seems to be pretty much in tune. He understands it's about the network. I think the linchpin of all of this is the ACC because you've got a couple teams, eh, maybe four, that are not only big-time programs but also carry you know, that, that network appeal, the viewerships, the region, uh, not only being a blue blood, a couple of them, but, you know, in football, basketball, but they can bring a lot to the table. And I don't know if they're going to be able to renegotiate. So that's what I feel like could blow everything up. This Pac-12 thing, they're just kind of grabbing the Colorados and, you know, they just want to stay relevant. So I feel like they're, they care about the market, but not like the SEC does or the Big Ten. So, like, if an ACC team wanted to leave because they don't like their deal – because the school's getting like what, like not even a third ACC schools to compared to SEC schools. What do they get? Like a third in their deal? I think it's a, yeah, well. We don't know what the well the ACC deal. Yeah, I would say is close to a third. The uh, Pac-12 hasn't still hasn't, and this is one reason Colorado just got fed up with it. What is our deal? What is our deal? What is our deal? What is our TV right deal? Oh, you don't have it yet. You still don't have it. Oh, let's have it at SEC media or. Pac-12 media days. No, mm-hmm. we're not going to have it done by then either. We're going to wait around for a little longer. And they finally got fed up with it. In fact, I just saw this. They, they're they having the meeting right now for the Board of Regents of Colorado, and the president of the university stood up and said, we think the time has come for us to change conferences. Mm. Well, so, you did that 13 years ago. <laughs> so what happens when North Carolina says that? You know what I mean? And then they pull out. Then you start having other teams – you know, you can look at Clemson and say, wow, you know, they're a great football program. They weren't for a long time, and they're not a huge TV market. No. Nope. So you'd like to add them, but what do they really bring to the SEC? I'm not trying to be a jerk to any Clemson fans because it'd be awesome if they were in the SEC, but what do they really bring from a business standpoint when you look at it like that? But but when they start, you know, what do you, I, don't, I don't have a good uh, phrase for this, but when one team jumps, right, because – I think the ACC deal is through 2035 or something. It's, I think 13 more years. Yeah, whatever that comes out to. I think it's 13. So, and there's no negotiation in there unless they want to act in good faith, but they don't have to. I read about it a couple months ago, but it's not good, and they're really upset about it. And you've heard Florida State really say that, you know, we can't compete. Like, we need to change this, but you have to leave to change it. So I feel like 
you could see something where a huge school from the ACC does it, and then everything is out of whack again. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, I mean that that is uh, I think what a lot of people want. But again, you have to you have to be able to go to in in this case the SEC would have to be able to go to ESPN and say, hey, if we bring in Clemson. How much are we going to be able to increase revenues? Because if you can't, there's no point in bringing anybody in. Exactly. Yes. And I think a lot of lot of people in this conference that I've talked to that are are big muckety bucks are saying we're good where we are. We don't know where we can get value from anybody else. We already hit the the mother load with Texas and Oklahoma, and that's yes. they, we're not going to get anybody of that caliber. And obviously UCLA and UC, USC going to the Big Ten. Um, you know, Clemson, you, you hit around right the head, Joe. It's not a great TV market. It, it, the, the old joke used to be um, Clemson is Auburn with a lake. Uh, and that's – I've never really been a big Clem- fan of that part of the country. But um, I, I don't think that's – I don't think – just because Clemson was really good in football a while back doesn't isn't a reason why you want to get the team. And that's why I think a lot of fans just look at it and go, oh, I want this team. That team would be good for the conference. They're so good in football. They're good in basketball. Yeah. That's not what it's about. No value. And the yeah. same would be for Florida State. We're, we're, there's no market there to Zero. increase revenue or do any of that stuff. So, yeah, why but, would the SEC want them? But I do think Miami carries a lot of value. Sure. Not enough to move the needle, though. If right. you're talking $80 million, you'd have to make it. Million more to bring them in. What does that bring everybody else? Yep. And who? I mean, people don't go to their games. They don't really watch their games. To be honest with you. Yeah, I think you just have more of the that South Florida select few that kind of go nuts about it, and then because you know people watch rap videos from the '90s, they wear their crap around other parts of the country. But that's it. I've I've always said. You know, you know a lot of Miami fans, but how many actually went to Miami? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, Mikey Resort, I could think of a couple. Uh, just switching gears, then I'll take it off the, the air. But um, So the stadium renovation, uh, you know, the NFL, the, the new stadiums in the NFL are like $2 billion. I think SoFi was like $4 billion. Like, it's pretty crazy, like new new builds. So if you think Florida, using Florida Field, then Hill <clears throat> has good bones because it is concrete built into the ground. A lot of people don't realize that it goes down. Like you go down when you go in there. So they built it into the ground. There's no sinkholes that I know of. I'm not like you know testing soil. I don't know. I've never heard. I never saw anything around campus. So if you got good bones and you spend, if they're saying 400, you know it's going to be five. So you spend five. If you look at the other teams that have done this, A&M. You look at AM Stadium, it's beautiful, right? Uh, they put almost 480 into it, I think in 18. And then Brian Denny, right around the same time, Alabama, they put 400 in at that time. So they took their their skeleton or their bones and they, they spent a half a billion, basically, and they're beautiful. So I think you could spend that money. It's going to be a little more. Construction's a little more than it was in 18. But if you look at the blueprint, right, you can get a big, uh, almost a new facility for that kind of money mm-hmm. with good bones. And I think I've heard you guys on the air, and I've heard other like from other people that have told, I think it was Pat, but that they walked around and they were like, man, you know, Ben Hill's kind of a dump, you know? Like, it, it, it needs an, a, a facelift. Yeah. But I do think it's stable, right? Like, I mean, you can do that there. No, absolutely. And I, I, there's some things they're going to have to do. They're going to have to put railings in. They're going to have to put some stuff, other stuff in. It's not ADA friendly. And 
uh, and that's another thing that uh, Scott was telling me, if they walked out there right now and decided we're going to make th- just this one bleacher, we're going to sand it down, we're going to make the seats wider, just one bleacher, right away you would not be compliant with ADA, which means it got grandfathered in. And you, so you've yeah. got to put railings up. You've got to do a lot of things that are not uh, – it's not an ADA-friendly stadium. And if you do anything to the bowl, you're going to have to do it. And that's what he talked about. And it's stuff that needs to be done anyway. I've seen too many people go flying down those stairs. Yeah. Now, and they none it. of them were they sober, I will say that. <laughs> and, they, and they knew it. This has been known. Like, you get leeway, but eventually they were going to have to do it. So let me ask you this. And, I, and I'll get off here. What I would think A and M. What is the nicest stadium? We don't have a SoFi like the NFL. What is the nicest stadium? Because that's who we're competing with in the SEC. And can Florida Field Ben Hill Griffin be that for five hundred and fifty million? And I and I'll listen off there. Appreciate it. Yeah, good stuff, PG. Thank you. Um. A- a- I don't that, know what the night, that press I, box actually I, sways. It's like structurally, it's it's, it's a little freaky. Like you're up there and it's moving. The first, I only been there once and it we it was definitely moving. Yeah. So, but it, they it's, lost that game. It's nice. <laughs> I mean, they certainly did a a good job. Um, I thought Kentucky did a really good job with their press box and everything. But, well, yeah, um, that's nice. But the the seating's not anything special. There's it, no it might da- be Alabama, Florida. There is no doubt if Florida spends five hundred million dollars on this place. It will be the best in the in the conference. I have no doubt. About yeah, it. at this point, now yeah. knowing what you can do, I would I would uh, would say Alabama. Maybe I I haven't been to Athens in a long time uh, to the stadium there, so I don't know what it, what it's like there. Yeah, it's not as good as Alabama. Okay, but Alabama's I, Alabama to me is the best, and I think it's the toughest place to play. But a lot of it's because of the, those guys yeah, running I mean, around on those red jerseys. And LSU, at least the part that they renovated that end zone is incredible. But the rest I'm not of the a big fan of the press box. There. No, yeah. but the rest of the stadium is still like Florida's. It's bleachers and different things. Yeah. It's not really anything special. So you can't say LSU. Certainly can't say Mississippi State. I, I know one you can't say, Missouri. Yeah, Missouri, <laughs> Vandy. With where you have to sit on rocks in yeah. the end. Zone. <laughs> I know that's kind of weird. Why would you choose to do that? So I, yeah, I've never understood. So that. PG, it's 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 Bama A and M, but uh, Bama with a slight lead. In my book. My favorite stadium to go to is Nashville because you're in Nashville <laughs> and there's no Nobody fans there. there. Yeah. Press box sucks. So. I remember, yeah, it's not good. But I remember going down in 98, Florida's playing there and Florida's killing them. So I just went down and sat on the 50-yard line like 20 rows up and just sat there. Nobody around me just sat there and watched the game for a while. Started taking some notes. I go, I'm going to write a column saying kick these guys out of the league. I did, which is stupid, but – at the time, I just thought, this is embarrassing. And Tennessee's isn't special. No, it really isn't. It's, it's just a, a big... A lot t- of bleachers, big you know, erector. It's a big erector uh, set. They used to call that yeah. Doe Campbell that. That's what really what Knoxville is. Yeah. So, yeah, there's... I mean, an, an upgrade would certainly put Florida right at the top. Yep. All right, we need a break. We'll come back with more right after this. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Bennett Solomon. In the NFL, training camps continue throughout the week. All three Florida teams are preparing for the upcoming season with multiple storylines involving the teams. The Jaguars, Buccaneers, and Dolphins will all look to return in the NFL playoffs, and former Gator Kyle Trask will be up for the starting job with the Bucks. 
In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays and Miami Marlins have off days after splitting their midweek two-game series. Both teams will be back in action tomorrow. The Rays will hit the road to take on the Houston Astros with first pitch set for 8-10. Marlins will head back home to begin a three-game series with the Detroit Tigers. And in basketball, former Gator basketball player Alex Fudge signed a two-way contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. Fudge joins Colin Cathleston on the Lakers squad after successful summer league performances. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. Leo's is cruising into our 47th summer in Gainesville, and we are bigger and better than ever. Come on down and see the familiar faces of our incredible team. Hey, I'm five and a half years in and still one of the new guys. Our sliced combos are a perfect way to get a fix in one of the last salad bars in town, and the family feast will satisfy your entire crew. You can be proud when you eat at Leonardo's, knowing that you support a local family business that has been part of the Gainesville community for nearly half a century. Hey, Jeff, we're nearly as old as Pat. (laughs) Not even close. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout 
fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. Uh, Jeff was mentioning Tennessee, and I agree with him. But uh, our good friend Bill Feinberg sent me a couple of links. Uh, Tennessee is – they're doing what Florida's doing, basically. They're, they're putting $340 million, phase one, into their stadium to make – to have nicer restrooms, to have another suite, to have better Wi-Fi, all the things we've talked about with Florida that Florida – has done some of those at a smaller scale, and now they're going to do them on a bigger scale when they start doing it. So they've already started that work. They just got it approved, I think. They bumped it up. There was, I think it was going to be 300, and it ended up being 340. So, so yeah, everybody's – look, everybody's spending this kind of money on stadiums. You um, have to. You do. You have to. Well, speaking of Tennessee, let's get a Tennessee aficionado to join us. That is the Cattleman. What's up, Mikey? Hey, guys, got a little expansion, a little uh, FSU Miami for y'all today. Don't even want to bite on the Tennessee stuff other than to tell you guys, as y'all probably know, uh, Danny White doesn't play. I've had a chance to get a good look at Danny White, probably the best athletic director in America. His brother's cool, too. Yeah, well, they're, they're company dudes, right? That's Mike right. White, uh, Daddy White was at Duke and Notre Dame. That's, that's a uh, – Danny White doesn't play. Nope. Very impressed with what I've seen. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. Hey, guys, um, I don't want to get into the Colorado stuff other than the big winner, looks like to me, is is you talk radio guys, as Spurrier would say, because it looks like we got an expansion talk all the way to kickoff now, right? Uh, probably. I mean, it's, it, it happened today. I mean, we all knew it was going to happen yesterday, but that was kind of out of nowhere, and now we got to figure out what's well, and, and now there's news that the ACC and Pac-12 are about to talk, and well, they're they're going to uh, have a conversation. Have some conversations about stealing some of those dudes. I yeah. I do. Can you see though a situation where you know it's like in today's games, North Carolina at UCLA. Oh yeah, Florida State against Washington. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's going to be rough. But again, that's they want to get. I think that every league that's trying to poach these um, teams is trying because there's been a lot of talk talking about travel partners. There's a lot of talk about both Cal and Stanford coming over to the Big Ten so that they would have a travel yeah. partner to play. Hey, guys, um, Notre Dame, we can get in the weeds on who's going where and all this, but I think it's time for the uh, playoff committee, whatever, whoever runs the playoff anymore, if anybody does, to stand up to Notre Dame once and for all and say if you don't win your conference championship game, you can't be in the playoff. Um, or something, somehow, I guess you've had Ohio State and Michigan weasel in or two SEC teams. I don't know how you'd have to word it, but I think it's way overdue time to stand up to Notre Dame. 
Well, you can't say the championship game thing because it's about to expand. Yeah, there's I know, not but, enough, right, but. Right. But, but I think it's just time to force them into a league. They want to hang out independent forever, and I think it's they have to be dealt with. Yeah, My, Miami did in baseball for all those years, and it created a lot of success, and then ever since they got into a real conference, yeah. they, they suck. But how do you and, uh, force them into that? That's my question. Uh, I think you don't. You have to slam the door on their nose for the playoff. But yeah, what's I? I, I, I don't know. What's the justification of that? I don't know how you'd have to do it, but it's been way past time to deal with Notre Dame. Remember that year Notre Dame got in the Fiesta Bowl with a 500 record. I don't. Back when the Rocket, yeah, yeah. You go back. I think it was the early 90s. I'm Notre sure Dame they did. Or, but again, the Fiesta yeah, Bowl wasn't no, a big Notre deal back or, then. Yeah, but going to the Fiesta Bowl has always been a big deal. They got in the Fiesta Bowl one year, like a six and five record, played Oregon State. But uh, but moving along here, guys, I just think that Notre Dame's always been kind of bigger than college football. And instead of getting caught in the weeds on who's going where, I think you got, just always watch Notre Dame because all these conferences want them. The TV ratings, I haven't seen them recently, but I'm assuming they're still there. And uh, that's the one I always watch. And by the way, there's no way under the sun you have two schools from Mississippi getting in the SEC anymore. And I've never thought that um, anybody would run Vanderbilt out of the SEC because it's a guaranteed win. But there's no way Vanderbilt could get in the SEC these days, no matter how nice Nashville is. Billy Napier wants to tell you it's not a guaranteed win. (laughs) (laughs) But not not too many schools are wanting to kick out uh, 10 cans. Like, I don't see anybody wanting to run Northwestern out of the Big Ten. I guess uh, people like those guaranteed conference wins, right? I don't think that's what it is. I think that I think Vanderbilt is still in the league because of the, the academics and because they're good in some enough sports that the SEC is willing to hang in there with them, and they don't want to kick them out. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Well, You're not going to well, just George, kick George, them out. Yeah. Well, Georgia Tech has the academics that Vanderbilt does, and it's in Atlanta's three times the size of Nashville. Yeah, but Georgia Tech left the conference. I know, on I know. I'm just, yeah. I, I'm just saying. I'm talking. If you were, if you, you probably get one school out of the state of Mississippi. But there's no way in the sun if you were redoing the SEC today, you'd have two Mississippi schools in this league. No, but, uh, you wouldn't. No, nope. yeah. Starkville hey, wouldn't um, be there. Yeah, two quick hits on the way out to the door, guys. Um, I think it's interesting. We've talked about Norvell a little bit, but I've been listening. I listen to Joe Rose, as you know, Jeff, speaking of Miami. Um, well, Mario Cristobal, he huffs and puffs. Oh, we've turned the tables. We've flushed the commode, blah, blah, blah. He does all that coach speak. But um, if he has another stinker like he did in year one, how tolerant do you think they'll be with him? You think you think he, most of these dudes get three years unless they're banging the secretary? Do you think he gets three years regardless? Yeah, because of – his relationship with that community and school and all that stuff, you got to give him the opportunity. Uh, unless, unless there was something weird, you know, death threats, sharks, stuff yeah. like that, you know, I think he'd be fine. You know, he, well, he fell on his nose at Florida, if I you, don't forget. Sure. And um, I just, just still amazes me. Kiffin was right there. I wonder if Kiffin's on the move after not going to Auburn last year. But uh, good, good, good on y'all, as they say, for a good topic leading us into football. Y'all hang in there. All right. Thank you. Let's get uh, Tony to join us next. Tony, what's up? Yeah, we almost got through a call without Lane Kiffin. <laughs> right at the end. That'll never happen. <laughs> he would have been good in Miami, producer. though, I bet. The producer goes, uh, I'll bet you a hole you got one in front of you. I said, well, as long as it's not Tennessee Mike. And he goes, well, I got news <laughs> for you. Hey, uh, I just turned down 500000 to stay at Wake Forest. Like, uh... <laughs> Like Joe Coward said, I, I want an, I need names and I need proof of that because I do not believe yeah, that. I, I don't believe I, – I believe Sam Hartman did because I think Sam Hartman got more than that to go to Notre Dame. But I don't think anybody else – Yeah, there wouldn't be anybody else. 
don't think Riley Skinner would have stayed away for five hundred thousand, and I did love Slate for him. Yeah. Um, I, I I left your show to listen to Scott Strickland on the the duly noted. I don't know if that's a lot or not, but I got through the the interview on two times speed pretty fast. Um, I am glad he clarified all the ADA stuff on there, not to spoil it for everybody else, but um, that's I. I thought I'd heard that, but didn't realize it would affect that much of it. But yeah, that's—I guess it's just like building a new house now. It's got to be up to Hurricane Andrew code. If you touch that stadium, it's got to be up to the current ADA code, right? Not only that, but I mean, it is kind of crazy to to think that you're going 90 rows up uh, on all over that stadium without any kind of handrails for people, old people like me yeah. that need need. Yeah, handrails. but the old people aren't walking to the top. But they're, if they're walking up 20. Flights, it's still hard to do. I mean, it's not easy, and you're supposed to have those. Uh, I think the I think the student athletes are going to like it because you can't probably do the Gator Mountains anymore. Uh, they'll probably figure out a way to do that. Yeah, they make it just a smooth path up there. We don't get to take that fancy elevator. Pat gets to take. That's right. I do like that elevator. Although I used to do the stadiums back in the old days when I had two of my own knees. <laughs> That's all I had. I didn't have a whole lot. Just, uh, just waiting for football season to get going. Getting close, Tony. That's where we are, Tony. We we just want to get to the games. <laughs> That's right. All right, man. Appreciate it. We will snag a timeout. Yeah, we do. We got uh, one left after this, so we use them wisely. We'll be right back here on the tailgate. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation. And coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about. And the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water. And they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their life Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. 
As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for and it's located right on university and 34th street so it's easy to find and i'm there all the time so i just might see you at play it again sports from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update Rounds of downpours will continue working their way inland from the Atlantic coast. Locally, heavy rain rates will be possible at times. And in those spots that get several rounds of showers, localized flooding will be possible. Otherwise, partly to mostly cloudy skies for the rest of our area. Overnight lows dipping into the mid-70s. Tomorrow, cloudy skies. Highs near 90 with rounds of storms again. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. The first thing I thought when I saw that Justin Herbert's getting five years for $260 million, Joe Burrow, come on down. He knows that that's the minimum right now. And the good news for the Bengals is, in my opinion, you are going to spend that money and you know he's worth it. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, our boys from Mountain bringing you back. The changing baby. Well, the Mississippi Queen. I never knew all the words of that song because you just kind of. Like, it's like on. Um, yesterday I was listening to Rocket Man on, in my car coming yeah. home, and it was the one line where, where he says, uh, just out here. What does he say? Lighting the fuse all alone, or whatever. Whatever he says, nobody knew the word. They were going, "Coffee, you need more now, you know." And and uh, so for years, I had no idea. And then I get this book that somebody gave me. I think my my wife at the time gave it to me, and it was Rolling Stone's uh, Book of Lists. Okay. It, I wish I could get that book again, but it had all the most misquoted butchered uh, songs. Yeah, butchered. One of them was. Uh, Excuse me while I kiss this guy. No, it was this guy. The sky, not this guy. Um, but that was one of them. What's the, what's the correct... Because wrapped up like a deuce or douche? It's deuce. Yes. So always that's that's misinterpreted a lot. Well, because he sings it that way. The, I know. The man for man does. Yeah. Wrapped up like a douche. But... It's Deuce. He says Deuce. And then even on Rocket Deuce, Man. Deuce, it's got, it's got to do with 
cars, but I'm a Rocket Man. Da, 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 da. Yeah. What is that? Burning mm-hmm. out a few on a f- burning out a fuse out here alone. Okay. But nobody yeah, knew what it says, was. Oh, burning out a fuse. He no hole. He no ha. <laughs> All right, back to the phones we go. To Joe. Hey Joe, welcome to the tailgate. Uh, hey guys. Uh, I have a quick question for y'all. Um, about the the swamp. Uh, is it official that they're gonna uh, renovate it or? Is they still is there still talks on the table about them moving it and building a new one like uh, somewhere else? Because I, I heard they were still considering that. No, like, it's it's official. Reno- renovation is the only option. Renovation, okay. They All did right, they did consider okay. building it somewhere else, but they they decided against it. But it was definitely on the table. Let's put it that way. I mean, they they put it. I mean, that's what Scott told me today on the podcast. He said. Everything was on the table, doing sure. all kinds of stuff. But in the end, I mean, he wants, and I, I agree with him, the stadium needs to be right there. I need to be able to see it. Yeah. Actually, yesterday when we were, I was walking in my car, you probably got heard this too. I guess they had recruits in. They were playing, music, you know, um, highlights over the, you could hear it. It's like a, the first time you, when you walk first walk out into the night, you know, and it's like, whoa, what is that? Is it? Are we being attacked by somebody? But it's. Uh, they're just doing Sean Kelly. And what a catch by Stevenson. Speaking of that, I, somebody told me that somebody like in a congressional hearing today admitted there's they have aliens UFOs, and yeah. spaceships. Yeah, it was a guy who used to be, I think he was, on, maybe he was Obama's guy. Anyway, I don't, I don't know who he was. He said they've got UFOs and remains of non-humans wow and i'm like okay cool let me see it yeah i i I saw it it was called independence day (laughs) butch (laughs) joins us next what's up butch hey yeah you made me laugh there for a minute i had to catch myself (laughs) well uh, to a darker note i guess maybe you know everybody talks about everybody in the sec you guys talk about all these programs and i'm not at all i'm not an sec fan i'm Florida state fan auburn if you guys were to move to Auburn today and put Scott Strickland there, what does Auburn need? And is Auburn capable of coming to the level of an Alabama or a Georgia ever again? I mean, I don't know anything about the fan base. You get, size, yeah, size the stadium. Oh, it's a great fan base. I mean, they. I mean, look, Alabama and Auburn. You're either Alabama or Auburn in that state. I yeah. mean, there, there's nobody that's, that's neutral. So they've got plenty of fans. It's not a, a question of having the numbers. Um, Auburn is, it's close enough to Birmingham, you know, it's close enough to Atlanta. Atlanta's only three hours away, right? About three hours away. Maybe not even, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I you know, they've got a population base around there, and they can recruit to that, uh, and they do have great fans. I mean, they, I've been there many times. Um, it's, it's a very small, a stadium small to get town, to, man. <laughs> but a lot of people uh, support it. So, I, okay, well, I think that's so all you need. Okay, compare the state of Florida right now and the state of Auburn right now. Who's ahead? Are they even? Who's ahead of who? Just let's forget the whole SEC, Auburn and Florida. As far as just programs? What do you mean? Not all programs, just football programs. Oh, I think Florida's got a a one-year head start on them, you know, on Auburn. Auburn's Auburn's really 
I mean, they're getting they're get they're starting to recruit better with Hugh Freeze, but they're they're still nowhere near where Florida has yeah. been. And, and I think if you look at just the talent base to be able to have access to players, Florida's still way better than Alabama is. Okay, because I, I can remember I'm a, I'm 75 years old. I remember when Auburn was a very feared opponent of Florida. I mean, oh my God, we got to play Auburn this week. And now it just seems to be since they won their national championship, they've gone nothing but downhill. So, well, they've makes sense. Auburn's got a problem, and the problem is that their fans want to get rid of every coach as soon as he loses a game. Um, and, and most fan fan bases have a little of that. They've got way too much of it. They tried to run Tuberville out for Petrino. They tried to they got tried to get Brian Harson after one year there. Uh, it wasn't a good culture fit, but they uh, they tried to get rid of. Um, Pretty, uh, obviously, they got they basically pushed out one of them a guy who beat Saban three times in Gus Malzahn, and I think that's one reason they've kind of fallen into that trap where hey, if you don't like your season, get a new coach. Okay, and then one final question. And this is again because it's summer and dog days. The most sought after coach in the SEC to stay in the SEC. Um, exclude, I mean, Nick Saban's going to where the George guy's going to where Florida just got a new hire. So who is who is one coach? If okay, you're um, oh my God, you're Vanderbilt, and you have your pick of any coach in the SEC other than those that are submitted in. Would you go after Elaine Kiffin? Kiffin or Heupel? I've those always said create that offense. I've always said what Vanderbilt needs to do is do something like that. Is yeah. It? Go to somebody who's going to have a wide open offense, and even if they lose, they can be exciting and fun to watch, and maybe they catch lightning in a bottle instead of just going with guys who are, you know, like Derek Mason and Clark Lee, who are we're going to try to win five games. You know, I mean, I I think they yeah, need to go way outside the box. I always thought they should hire Steve Junior. Yeah, you know, just to have somebody well, who who knows pass plays. Which leads me to now you're leading me to one final quick question. Steve Spurrier doesn't want a head coach anymore, and I agree with that. I mean, he's old, he's older than me, but he still calls plays really well. How hard is it just to be a guy that calls plays? You're not even the offensive coordinator. You know how the offense is set up. You just call the plays because that's what he's great at is calling plays. Yeah, I mean, that's why he liked that other league because he didn't have to recruit. He didn't have to get involved in NIL. He liked that alliance. He could just go coach eight games and try to win a championship and – um, yeah, well, but I don't think he wants to even go sit in a press box and, and call plays. Well, I'd like to see him do it. He was really exciting to watch. So, yeah, I would too. Except then he'd be off Thanks, the podcast Butch. every Tuesday. Yeah, that would suck. That would not be good. Need that. Uh, something else that's not good, Jalen Ramsey, as well as Joe Burrow, which you mentioned earlier, both carted off the practice fields today. So remember yesterday we were talking about videos and all that, and that's all you see now is – Joe Burrow video, Jalen Ramsey video, those guys getting no good news comes out getting in the golf cart comes out of camp. There's a never, I've never seen good news come out of a camp. Uh, it's it's always bad news because, and I, I I think a little bit of this Jeff is that maybe early in camp we've seen so many guys get hurt. Is as much as you think you've prepared for camp, mm-hmm. it's you're you're still doing different things. Sure. And you're doing them at a different level. You've got you're covering like he got hurt covering Tyree Kill, Jalen Ramsey. That's not easy to do. No, nope. it's e- it's not as easy as covering your brother who's running pass patterns, and you, you know you're you're trying to get ready for camp. So that's it makes it tougher. 
That it does. All right, final break. We'll come back and wrap it up right after this. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Bennett Solomon. Tampa Bay Rays and Miami Marlins have off days after splitting their midweek two-game series. Both teams will be back in action tomorrow. The Rays will hit the road to take on the Houston Astros with first pitch set for 8-10. And the Marlins will head back home to begin a three-game series with the Detroit Tigers. In soccer, the FIFA Women's World Cup is in full swing. Last night, the United States tied the Netherlands. The two teams still sit atop their respective group, and the U.S. play their final group match against Portugal on Tuesday. And in the NFL, training camps continue throughout the week. All three Florida teams are preparing for the upcoming season with multiple storylines involving the teams. The Jaguars, Buccaneers, and Dolphins will all look to return to the NFL playoffs, and former Gator Kyle Trask will be up for the starting job with the Bucks. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Get ready for some serious price relief from International Diamond Center. Starting August 1st, IDC's Summer of Savings event is back with two amazing offers. First, you can get 20% off all wedding bands. Yes, save 20% off every stunning wedding band. Thousands to choose from, all top designers included. Or for everything else at IDC, you can choose offer number two. Three years, zero interest finance, and IDC will cover your first two payments. That's right, you can get a beautiful engagement ring, bracelet, or pendant. Spread your payments over 36 months, and IDC will will even cover your first two payments. Earrings, anniversary bands, even certified diamonds. At International Diamond Center, we know these days you want and deserve the best possible value. So we're rolling back both prices and finance rates. So come see us in August and get an extraordinary 20% off the top savings on all wedding bands or buy anything else and get three years zero interest finance and let us even take care of the first two payments. Get ready to save at International Diamond Center Summer of Savings Event starting August 1st at Celebration Point. Unapproved credit, some product restrictions apply. When it's the hottest day of the summer. But it's the hottest day of the summer. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. 
Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we're back wrapping things up here for the week for us. No show tomorrow, so this will uh, do it. And speaking of uh, not doing some stuff, if you are a workout fiend like Pat Dooley is. I am, but not at, not where you're saying. You have to be uh, aware that uh, there's some closure dates for Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, so you can't get in there and run around and weave in and out of the steps and do all that stuff. It'll be closed tomorrow and then a couple of days in August. But then starting August 14th through September 24th, obviously with the exception of Saturdays inside the swamp, the uh, stadium will be closed. So I guess they'll be doing some stuff and doing some different things. So keep that in mind if you're one of those that likes to go in there and work out. stadium is closed from August 14th through September 24th every day. It's a good time for it to be closed because it's too hot to be in there. But no, it's I know I used to, I used to work out there a lot when I lived over in this area, but um it's uh, I know a lot of people do, but sorry. Well, it's it's got a picture of the article that said that if they and this is all of course all not going to happen. It's just, you know, whatever. If they would have built a brand new stadium, don't you think they would have had to have keep, kept those four walls, orange walls, like just for the nostalgia of it? Like, isn't that know. what you think about when you go inside the swamp? Or what, what's the main visual thing to you that's the most important thing about the current stadium? Uh, I agree with you. It's got to be those walls, right? The walls are like it's so unique. There's nothing like it in college football. Every other stadium you've been to. They're all just regular stadiums, but you know you get these walls that say something. Now they obviously light up. Yeah. But I mean, to me, that's what makes it this swamp. Like the, at least the cool part of it. Yeah, I'm fascinated to see what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. I know most of it's going to take place not in the lower bowl. It's going to take place behind the bowl. You know, we're, we're, I've talked a lot about the east side. The east side, nothing there really. Mm-hmm. There's going to be probably, and this is what's going on in Knoxville. They're going to put a new suite area in, and uh, they're putting the vol- the letters up there back up on the stadium. I don't know why they took them down, the VOLS. I always thought that was pretty cool. That told you you knew where you were. You mm-hmm. know, I wouldn't mind them doing it here. Gators up on the wall. Gators. What well, says Florida Gators on those walls? Yes, but I'm saying you can see the the Vols thing. If you're way outside the stadium, like yeah. a mile away, you know. So, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that all works out. It's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, going forward with a lot of things around here, because um, you know, there this is the last major thing. But of course, as soon as you say that, then somebody goes, you know, softball. I know it's twenty. 28, but softball may need a little bit more sprucing up or, 
you know, we we still don't know what's going to happen with golf. No idea what's going to happen with that golf course. The story that has been out there for eight years is still out there, and it will go away, but it won't won't get confirmed. So, um, and who knows? I mean, now track is out indoor track when they when they run indoor track, they're way out there by Spurs running it. So. Celebration Point, yep. best track in the state. Indoor facility. I've still not been inside. You you did the emceeing for that, so I don't know what it looks like. But it's I, cool. I assume it's – my wife was asking me about it, and I said, you know, I haven't been inside it, so I don't know, but it's massive, as we know. Yeah, did a great job with it, for sure. And Pat did a great job talking to Scott Strickland today. If you have not uh, heard yet, go check out the uh, Duly Noted podcast, and you can hear that interview whenever you want. Maybe listen to it tomorrow, 4 to 6, when we're not around. That would be uh, – a great way to I do recommend it. that highly for everybody. Although you have to listen to me too. Yeah, it makes it. I do ask some questions. We had uh, Allie Peak Wilbur on the other day. She was good too. So we've had some great guests this week. Working on next week. Always working. That's what I'm going to be doing in retirement. Tomorrow morning. I'm going to get up and start. I already asked two people if they wanted to do it. I've heard from neither. <laughs> There's something about me. I just. Some people just don't like to return my texts. I'll get. I'll. Get, I will have good guests. I promise you next week. Always the case. Well, we had a, a not only a good producer, a great producer today. Jose took all the calls, so we uh, appreciate everything that uh, he did, and uh, he is always out there uh, doing his thing, plugging away. That's right. That's what it's all about. That's the only so. way to put it. He's just plugging away, trying to deal with us. We're getting closer and closer, though, folks, to football. I think uh, certainly that's what everybody's excited about, what they want to uh, see and be a part of. And four Gators, in case you missed it today, got preseason All-SEC honors by Pro Football Focus. Jason Marshall, Princely, Emanuelen got first team. And then how about Austin Barber on the third yeah, team? Yeah, you know, you almost forget about him. Yeah. You know, uh, big one coming back. That's big on that left side, especially losing a right tackle. So. Trevor Etienne was the other one. So maybe there are a few good players on this football team. Let me tell you what, I would rather be on the pro football focus preseason yeah. all-SEC team than the than media, the media one, team. Because yeah. these guys know what they're talking about. That they do. Because they, right. they, they look at every play. They yeah. play yeah. Analyze it all. That's what we did here today for duels. (laughs) We tried to. I'm Dozo. Have a great weekend, everybody.